Hey everyone, this is Cheats from the Cheats Movement on WRIR. What you're about to hear is a very special episode. We recorded this episode live at 804 RVA in front of a sold out crowd, in front of an enthusiastic crowd. And we did our best to bring as much energy as the crowd bought us. We talked everything from the armored vehicle that made its way down Broad Street to the President of the United States meeting with North Korea. We talked about IHOP changing their name to IHOB. We talked about Kanye West, LeBron James, and even Anthony Bourdain. We had a very special interview with Richmond Times-Dispatch columnist Michael Paul Williams, where we talked a lot about the community and RVA versus Richmond, if you know what that means. And we also had a musical performance from Noah O, DJ Mentos, and Jay Slim. This is one of the best episodes that we've bought to date. If you really like this episode, make sure you check us out right here on WRIR every other Tuesday at 11 a.m. And if you like it even more than that, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. With no further ado, this is the Cheats Movement on WRIR live at 804 RVA. We see it. Well... We'd like to introduce the Cheats Movement on WRIR, where hip-hop culture meets the community, starring Cheats and Gigi Broadway. Everybody, how y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Gigi, how you feeling? DJ Mentos, give it up for DJ Mentos. Yes, the fresh maker. So, you know what we're gonna do? I'm sorry I made y'all sit back down because this is what I, I know that Gigi Broadway, everybody give it up for Gigi Broadway who's here. I was told through several calls earlier today that Gigi Broadway is just a little bit nervous. Just a little bit nervous. So what we're gonna do is everybody stand up again one more time. Just one more time, stand up. Can we give <laughs> can we give Gigi Broadway some hype music so she can get ready to go and do this show? What do y'all think? Yes, can we do that? Yes? Please. Yes? Me. Mentos, Mentos, what you got? Rock with it. Let's go. Hey. We got the moves. Let's go, Gigi. Let's go, Gigi. How y'all feeling? Let's go. Let's go. What else we got? What else we got, Mentos? Hey, 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 hey. Everybody feeling good? How's everybody feeling? All right, that's enough. Sit down, sit down. Yeah, one more time for DJ Mentos. Gigi, how you feeling? Yes. <laughs> Well, since you asked, Sheets, I love how you blatantly disregard my immense fear of public speaking every time. She is a little afraid. It's all right. She's a little afraid. You know, so um, to be honest and transparent, I'm nervous as all huh. hell. But in efforts <laughs> to be more swaggy and cool, I'm doing great. How you guys feeling? How's everybody feeling? All right. Everybody get something to eat, something to drink. Everybody good? 
Yeah, speaking right. of which, we have uh, some thank yous that we really, really do have to do. One more time for 804 RVA. We got to thank you. Yes. Them. The greatest co-working space is, in Richmond. Is everybody enjoying the food in the back? That was donated by the amazing Kendra Feather of Laura Lee's. So everybody give it up for Laura Lee's. Please. She is fantastic. Very good. Laura Lee's <laughs> is right on Southside. It's one of the best in Richmond. Uh, we would like to thank as well Belle I, Belle, Bell's Owls Moonshine. How do you say it? Bell Owl. How do you say it, Gigi? Bell Owl. Moonshine, center of the universe, and Ashland as well. So give it up for moonshine. them. My favorite moonshine ever. These guys are great. Again, so we are the Cheats Amendment on WRR. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Gigi Broadway is here. How are you feeling? Good. You feeling good? Yes. Are you great. excited? This is going to be probably our first episode that actually makes it to the actual radio. So tune in on WRIR before we get canceled. It is only a matter of time before it goes down. That's true. So, That's very true. <laughs> yo, this is amazing. We can't thank y'all enough. We're going to start this episode like we start every episode with a little segment called We See It. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, my hashtag for about eight years has been hashtag we see it and it's because we see the community a little bit differently Gigi sees it differently than i do Sometimes. if you will a lot of time too. so we do a little segment on this show called we see it and we ask you the audience do you see it we ask Gigi if she sees it she asks me do i see it and we have a little discussion is that all right everybody good yeah. Yeah. Gigi, bro are you ready as ready as i ever be Ladies and gentlemen, do you see, you can just yell it out if you see it or you don't, the first topic on our agenda is the biggest news story of the day. The President of the United States met with the President, the Chairman, right, Chairman in North Korea, just the other day. Gigi Broadway, audience, do you see this, do you not see this? <laughs> Gigi Broadway, the question is, do you see this and is there anything good that can come out of the President of the United States meeting with North Korea? I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. Um, I, I feel like we didn't get much from it. I feel like what North were we, Korea what got were we a lot supposed more to get from this meeting? And then let me ask you this: Who won? Was there any winners in this? Yeah, Kim Jong Un won. North Korea won. They won. How did North Korea win? Explain this to me. Because for one, they got our buy-in to stop all the military drills. And that was a big concern for them. Have we committed to anything? Have we committed to anything at all? Us? But outside of meeting, have we, like, We committed to stop the drills. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But so, the question is, have they committed to stop the denuclearization of? I think they on? left us what we'll think about it, right? Ex what was it? What like was they, they always do. It was like, I think we'll like think about it. Do. You know, I, I've got a different winner. You know who I think won? I already know who you think won. Dennis Rodman. Of course. <laughs> Dennis Rodman is the biggest winner of this whole thing. Did anybody see Dennis Rodman on CNN looking crazy and crying? I mean, Lord have mercy. Real Dennis, tears. Dennis Rodman hasn't been relevant. In a very <laughs> I mean, when was the last time he was relevant? Since we went over there. Since Mike won, Mike won his sixth championship? Because he was on that team, right? Oh, so wow. when Mike hit the, what was it, a push-off KB? I think it was a push-off. When Mike hit the push off, fadeaway jumper. That's, that's Dennis Rodman was that that was his third championship. Well no, it's like that it's was fifth. so long ago. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. 
Yo, so <laughs> I really think Dennis Rodman won. I don't know, man. I'm not satisfied from it. I'll tell you that. I'm not. Who's next? <laughs> Kanye West. Ladies and gentlemen, Kanye West. Do we see it or we don't see it? Are we mad at Kanye? Can y'all tell me how y'all feel Kanye? about Kanye? Kanye West. You mad? You mad? Kanye West has, it is official. It is official. Kanye West has the number one album in the country. The Yay album is the number one album in the country. The stats are in front of us. It opened with 205,000 equivalent, um, equivalent units. Uh, all seven tracks charted on Billboard's top 100. All the tracks are on there. The question is, are we still mad at Kanye West? Audience, are we still mad at Kanye West? Yeah. Gigi, are you still mad at Kanye West? Well, judging by their response, I guess so. Gigi, you are a, you've been a Kanye West. I don't want no smoke. You, you have been a Kanye West apologist since day one. You know what? Forget it. I ain't mad at Kanye West. Yeah, right. I ain't mad at Kanye. Explain to us with Kanye. why we're not mad at Kanye West. Because I know that's right. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. That's right. That's uh, right. Here's I, what. Because you know. Explain I can go. to me how. Now, here's the question I have for you. Because I had this happen in my house just the other day. Literally in the last two days. Shout out to my wife. I was playing old Kanye. Okay. I was playing like before, like George Bush don't care about black people, Kanye. Mm, you took it back. All right. I can and, see that. Okay. And my wife was like, turn it off. There will be no Kanye West in wow. this house. Wow. Kanye has been banned That's from your house. She was like, there will be no old Kanye. There will be no new Kanye. Are, I'm not mad at old Kanye. Can I separate those? Is that okay? Can I separate old Kanye versus new Kanye? No. Can I separate? Can I separate old Kanye? Can we separate old Kanye from new Kanye, Gigi? I separate pre-breakthrough and post-breakthrough. Notice I say breakthrough and not breakdown, because I'm still <laughs> questioning the whole mental state of Kanye. I I think he's a revolutionary. I think he's awesome. I think he keep talking. Why not? He's shaking up things. Don't before we want a shake up. Before we move on, can we rank the albums that have been the new batch? I rank them this way: Pusha T. Kanye, Cuddy, I haven't listened to yet. Continue. How do you rank them? How do you rank them? I, I'm confident with that. No, I'm confident with that. Pusha T's album is amazing. Pusha T's album like is that? amazing. Yeah, right. We still got Tion and Nas coming though. Nas you know, is, I'm a little Here's the thing. Eight, no, Ninth Wonder tweeted out that he wants to do an album with AZ just last week. Excuse me. Ninth Wonder tweeted and went on social media and said he wanted no, to do an album with AZ. If that ever happened, I already told him. I tweeted back, like, do I need to do a blood drive? What do I need to do I'm here for to it. make sure AZ and Ninth Wonder get this album done? If that happens, I will forget all about Nas and Nas. <laughs> oh, will and you? I will. Okay. I don't know. I'm an, I'm an AZ man to begin with either. Uh, you know how I feel about AZ. We did, DJ Mentos. We did. <laughs> What's next, Gigi Broadway? All right. So... I love food, I don't know about y'all, but this IHOP versus IHOP thing, can we talk about it real quick? How y'all feel about it? Do we see this? What? Do we see it's IHOP versus IHOP? Stuff. Let Has me anybody tried the burger though? Has anybody tried the burger yet? Let me tell you who doesn't see it. Wendy's. Has anybody, has anybody <laughs> seen Wendy's Twitter account? I will Wendy's quote. Wendy's <laughs> Wendy's actually wrote, can't wait, to, can't wait to try a burger from a place that decided pancakes were too hard. <laughs> Wendy's. A burger with a meat 
I like the way you think. So I can go with that. The IHOP, which is the IHOP versus IHOP, yeah, they right actually, now. look, took over the media, and they are offering an array of burgers, including the bench, Big Brunch Burger with bacon, a fried egg, and and like a hash brown on top. I heard it was absolutely delicious from my sources. I'm going to be honest. You, you have was, sources? I heard it was magnificent. I have food sources. You have food you sources? You have to when things like this go on, you know what I mean? That's crazy. Come on, Steakhouse Burger? I mean, it's questionable. I heard they came through. I heard they pulled a big marketing stunt. I heard they delivered. It's an amazing it marketing up. stunt. Yeah. It's an amazing And I heard the burgers stunt. were amazing. Y'all let me know because I, I need Y'all let me know because I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to lose some weight. You know what I mean? I don't know about oh, this well, one. Yeah. yeah, you don't want that. It's not working well. You don't want that smoke. Let's do a quick let's do let's do a quick rapid fire, if you will. Mm. Are you ready? Let's go. It's not even rapid fire. Alright. How many of y'all are here for this? Do you see or do you not see, ladies and gentlemen, LeBron James being the greatest basketball player of all time? Yes or no? LeBron James being the greatest basketball player of all time. Do you see it? I feel La you. Ladies feel and you. gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Gigi Broadway. LeBron James, who just completed one of the best playoff runs in all time in his 15th season, in which a season which he played every game, he did get swept in the finals, and he broke his hand on a whiteboard after game one, but played all the rest of this whole series. That did happen. There is a debate in regards to LeBron James being the best player of all time. Do you see this? Do you not see this? Thoughts. My eyes just get a little, a little hazy. I, I just don't see it. I don't know. Of all times, that's a reach. Is that not a reach of all times? Of all, that is the debate. You know that I mean? is a legitimate debate. Where's my, where's my Legit. man Ron? Where's the, look, yeah, shout out somebody. my man Ron at Headhunters Barbershop. <laughs> Give it up for him. He's. <laughs> we have this. This is a classic barbershop debate, and I have it with my barber every time we come in. Just about. I can see that. I will tell you this. It's real hard. Like, I live through Mike. I don't know. Like, I live through Michael Jordan. I can't. Tell. I think anyone that lived through Michael Jordan is going to be real hard to say that anyone is better than Michael Jordan. That's true. Like, it's just a very, very, and, but I think it's the same for anyone that lived through Kareem. If you lived through Kareem Abdul, like, if okay. you live through that, I think it's very hard for you to say that he is not the greatest of all time because you saw what he did. I can see that. But Mike is tough. LeBron James is the toughest thing I've seen on the court since Kobe. I think he's better, I think he's better than Kobe. I think he's better than Kobe. Oh, Gigi, no? No? Yeah, okay. Sure. No, do you think? Better than Kobe? Yeah. Do you think know. he's better than Kobe? You know what? I do. I do. <laughs> you know what? Because I'm not, you know, I'm not even going to go into Kobe. He, he's okay. But best of all times is somewhat of a reach to me. It's a reach. It's a reach. That's it. Audience, where are you on this? One more time. Do you see LeBron James being the greatest player of all time? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, lo I love it. I love the passion. I love the energy. Gigi, what you got? All right, so um, we recently had a hostage situation here. <laughs> With, I don't know, how many, um, any Lil Wayne fans out here by any chance? Cash Money, Lil Wayne. Yo, is Lil Wayne washed? Is it over? Is Lil Wayne over? No. Continue He's on. not over. Continue on. Continue on. Continue on. Nice. Okay, so he was recently released 
Long-anticipated release out of his cash money contract. He got about, what, 10 mil out the deal? And finally, Carter V is now going to be released to the public after how long was it? Three, four, five, 18 years? I don't know. So for those who care, but you know, I'm not a fan of, you know, people being hostage or being in something that they don't want to be. So I think it's good. Shout out to Lil Wayne, man. Freedom is great. Freedom is amazing. You know, the whole thing is the music has, you know, the American public forgives a lot if you make hit records. Period. It's so true. They, like, they will remember things that Kanye West has the number one album in the country, people. Just last week, they were like, yo, I'm never listening to Kanye again. He has the number one album in the country. They did if, say that, though. I heard Wayne, a lot of people say that. If Wayne comes back with a couple hits, everybody will be like, Wayne is the greatest of all time. And I got to listen to all that little Wayne. He'll be on every Khaled song. Y'all know how it goes. He will be back. I just think, I think the whole thing was was weird because if they were holding that much money from him and he was still rocking with baby you still saw him with baby a whole lot so if you had like i know what it is to have family but if you take 10 million dollars away from me it's gonna be tough me and mike cheeto might have a conversation like bro i need my 10 mil that's true baby pulls the purse string so you gotta you know you gotta do a little finagling there man all right you know Ladies and gentlemen, we got a couple more to finish out. Let me ask y'all this. Where were you the night a tank drove through Broad Street? <laughs> where were you? Where were you the night a armored vehicle went down Broad Street? Correct me if I'm wrong now, the brother got out the car. He no, so, so he stops the armored vehicle Gets out the car, gets tased. He does get tased. <laughs> but he's alive. Yeah, he's good. He's good, yeah. And then he's in jail, right? Where were you that night? That's a good question. I asked that because social media went crazy. Yeah, bananas. And we thought here at the Cheats Movement, how can we capitalize on this joke? <laughs> Because it's amazing. And with the help of some wonderful, wonderful friends, ladies and gentlemen, shout out Studio 2-3. Woo! Go, 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 go! Yes. And shout out my homie, Hip Hop Henry. Hip Hop, wherever you are, clap it up for Hip Hop. Hip Hop. So if y'all don't know, you know, we've been, we've been rocking these shirts and these no legacy, no legacy hoodies and shirts uh, in support of reimagining what Richmond can look like without Confederate monuments. Hip hop decided to make a new Confederate monument and he put an armored vehicle on the top of the Robert E. Lee statue. <laughs> Studio 23, I called up Studio 23 and my wonderful friend Ashley and said, can we make shirts with this image on it? The actual armored vehicle on the base of the Robert E. Lee statue. She was like, cheats, I got you. So, for we got to figure out what the giveaway is, but we've got about 10 of those shirts we're going to give the audience. Wear it with pride. It is a funny, funny joke. Where were you the night an armored vehicle went down Broad Street? Yo, shout out Studio 23. Give it up for Ashley. Give it up for Hip Hop. We will figure, we will figure out that giveaway before the end of the night. Um, 
and we're going to wrap up this segment. The last thing, though, I want to say, and we, we, gotta, we always hate to end on a somber note, but we really do have to on this one. Uh, I mean, America's recovering. Gigi Broadway, Anthony Bourdain, RIP, mm. God bless the dead. Do you see it? Do you don't see it? Definitely rest in peace. What, what, what was it about Anthony Bourdain that stood out to you? You don't want to know. I do want to know. Yeah, I don't want to know. I do want to know. He's just a cool guy, man. You know, as a food connoisseur, um, you know, he just, he just brought a lot of things to life. And he brought a lot of passion into the things that he did. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to miss him, man. He's just a cool guy. So I've been thinking about this, too. I'm a huge Anthony Bourdain fan. I've always followed the shows. Um, and I was really, really thinking about this. And there's a couple things in all of the, the write-ups that really stood out to me. And go with me on this, audience, because uh, I don't want it to sound uh, derogatory, but I really do think it's true. Anthony Bourdain was a white man that acted like the non-whitest man I've ever seen in my history of my life. He never, this is some of the quotes that they said, and it just makes you really realize the character of the individual. They, People that were asked about it wrote, said, he never treated our food like he discovered it. Let that sink in. Think about all the shows you've seen. Okay. He never treated our food like he discovered it. The other thing is, you trusted him with your heritage. You trusted him with your heritage. Now I think of a lot of things when I think of those. No offense again, because a lot. Of, this is a very diverse audience, and I appreciate everyone that's here. I just don't think of traditional white man with those quotes. I just don't. And Anthony Bourdain had the ability to make you feel at home. He made you appreciate the history. And again, all those shows, they'll be like, yo, I got this new food, collard greens. <laughs> <laughs> and it was never that. You know what I mean? He never acted like he discovered anything. He appreciated it, and for that, he will always be, I think, near and dear to us, even for people that never actually had a chance to meet him. We felt like we did. So that is it for We See It or We Don't. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. We are going to be back with our very special guest, Richmond Towns Dispatch columnist. I, I, like to, I, I won't get any introduction, but we will be back after this with Michael Paul Williams. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is Cheats. I'm with Gigi Broadway. This is the Cheats Movement on WRIR. And our special interview is brought to you by Richmond Grid. We are very, very excited to have what, just an amazing individual. Gigi, when I thought about doing this podcast, one of the first people, I'm not even joking, you know this, one of the first people we thought of as having a guest was this individual that's coming up. He is a columnist for the Richmond Times-Dispatch. I like to call him the pulse of the community. With no further ado, one of the best in the business, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Paul Williams. Whoop, whoop! Welcome. You, I need you to be my hype man. I am your hype man. Anytime you need it, I will be glad to do it. We could, we could even have a dance track down there. How you feeling, man? I'm good, I'm good. Is this on? Can you hear me? Usually I have no trouble being heard. So, 
excited to have you. I want to get started with this. There is a lot of talk, and there has always been talk for a very long time now, about the two Richmonds. Anybody know what the two Richmonds are, yes or no? I'm going to ask you, the two Richmonds, how are we doing? How are we doing on that? Not very well. Mm. Um, I think every day, um, the two Richmonds would be RVA. I think we're kind of an RVA crowd. We're, 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 we're hype. We're excited about all the, the good things that are happening in Richmond. We like to eat. We like our beer, our, our, our craft beer, and, and our fine dining, and to feel really enthusiastic about Richmond and the changes taking place in Richmond. But there are a lot of people in Richmond who are being left behind every day. And I think the chasm is growing every day. Um, with every new apart fancy apartment building that goes up. I, I couldn't afford rent nowadays if I was a, I don't, how do y'all do it? I mean, are y'all like three to a room? I mean, how does that work? I live in um, So it, it's just, it's becoming, um, you know, we're not Seattle or we're not San Francisco, we're not Boston or Washington or some place where people cannot afford to live, but we are heading in that direction. Um, RVA is leaving Richmond behind, and we need to do something to address that. Now, on your column, as often as you can, you focus on that chasm. You focus on that separation between RVA and Richmond. Not too long ago, we had an election that elected a 37-year-old African-American mayor with the theme of one Richmond. From seeing it every day, where do you think they can bridge the gap? Where, where can we bridge the gap as to make that one Richmond that people seem to talk about? And let me ask you this too. Do you think people really want a one Richmond? Um, that's the question. And um, I mean, I'd have to honestly say at this point, um, the rhetoric, if people say they want it, it's certainly not matched by the actions. Mm. Um, you know, we, we all like to talk empathy and, and talk equity, but what are we doing, what are all of us doing to, to contribute to that? Um, we like to talk about affordable housing, but not in our backyard. Um, you know, we see it manifested every day. We don't want, you know, we, we want to redo a certain part of town, but, you know, can we kick the homeless out first? Uh, you just you just see it play out. You see it play out in the gentrification and the way that's manifesting itself. Um, I don't like blight. Who likes blight? No one likes blight. But um, and we love to see our neighborhoods um, being reclaimed, revitalized. But there is often a price to that in 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 terms of longtime residents who can no longer afford to live in those neighborhoods. And and frankly, it's playing out so often that there is an intentionality to it. So. You know, do we, you know, I'd have to answer no to the question. Let me ask you this, because something that really can serve as a example of RVA versus Richmond is going on right here on Broad Street, if you look outside. My wife hates Pulse, and we don't even live in Richmond. She hates Pulse. I'm trying to figure out if Pulse and this is the GRTC bus line that goes through Broad Street that'll collect Willow Lawn to Rockets Landing, right? 
is this the type of progress that we need? Is this a good thing, long-term, bad thing? This Pulse thing is affecting businesses on Broad Street now, and it's probably going to be the engine that makes it unaffordable for businesses to be on Broad Street, ultimately, in years from now. If, the, if this works, can the businesses that are on Broad Street survive? Some of them may. But is this a good example of progress in Richmond, or is this something we really should look at in a different light? Well, Pulse, to me, is very much an RVA project. Um, it, it wasn't designed with Richmond in mind. Um, it, I can't say how it's going to work. I know up to this point, it's been a hardship for the businesses. Some of those same businesses think it will be a boon once it gets rolling. But um, our, our problem with mass transit um, isn't so much that we don't have a pulse, is that we don't have a mass transit system that provides the sort of reach um, that the neediest users of mass transit need to get to jobs to get to shopping, to get to, to, to food, to healthy food. So it, it, um, mass transit in our region, because one county, Chesterfield, actively works to keep it out. Actively, for um, years. Even though it owns half the system. Um, <laughs> On purpose, right, to keep yes, people out. Yes. Um, it doesn't work for the people who need it most. And now we're expending a lot of energy trying to draw in people who historically have not used mass transit. Um, I understand that you need um, a broader demographic to keep mass transit viable, but um, I would have liked to have seen um, the, the, the final product work to make it work for everyone in a greater fashion. Let's shift gears just a little bit, because I know you've written on this extensively, and it's something that's at the conscious of everything that's been happening in the last few weeks community policing in Richmond, policing in Richmond in general, in my opinion, I think we just lost a person that I've seen actively in the community in De Deputy Chief Drew. It's somebody I've actually seen in the community doing, from what I've seen, some good work. Uh, but he's gone now. We haven't, we've been able in Richmond and the region to avoid what I call kind of um, uh, like momentum riots, right? If somebody gets shot in Philadelphia, you may see, or unarmed black man gets shot in Philadelphia, you may see riots in Oakland, you may see riots in LA or Detroit because of an incident. We've managed to avoid violent protests with national incidents. Now we have an incident, uh, a police-involved shooting, Marcus David Peters, May 16th, naked, unarmed, seems to be having a mental episode that happened right here in our backyard. And this is the first time we've actually had to really wrestle with this type of police-involved shooting in our backyard. How do you view these difficult situations in community policing and policing in our city? Well, I mean, to your point that there are no riots here, I, I don't think our, um, Richmond, the city of Richmond historically has had the sort of culture that, that lends itself, frankly, to that sort of upheaval. Mm. Um, blessing and a curse, I guess. Um, uh, it's a blessing that we don't have that level of upheaval that, that some cities like Detroit never really recovered from. Mm. It's a curse because I, I think it breeds a sort of complacency when things like this happen. And, 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 and you wonder, well, where is the outcry? Um, We've, I think our policing has come a long way, and, and I've seen a lot of police chiefs, and I, I think 
Um, the institutional community policing has definitely been a benefit uh, to the community, but we have a long way to go. And um, we can't, we, I, I don't think, no matter where you fall on, on what went down with, with, with Mr. Peters, I, I don't think, um, I think we need to keep asking questions about what happened. I think when a clearly unarmed man who's in some sort of crises, um, possibly involving mental illness, um, when the only answer to that situation is deadly force, we really, really need to ask ourselves who we are as a community, that this is acceptable. Um, do we kill our mentally ill when they act out? Um, is that the only way we can handle that situation? It, it, it's, there's, got, it, there's got to be a better way as far as I'm concerned. No one, I don't think, will ever will be able to convince me otherwise that, that this is the answer. And I've gotten a lot of pushback to, to, my, feel, to my argument that, that there should have been an alternative. Um, you know, a police officer walked on the scene right after the shooting. I mean, did I see, did I miss that? Did you see the same video I saw? Didn't the police officer walk right up after the shooting? Right, the I mean, video, yep. we couldn't have delayed this a few seconds until backup was on the scene. It, 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 I just don't understand it. Um, I don't understand the casual, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not gonna, I, I know the police officer involved is, from what we've been told is broken up over this and I, I would totally find that believable. But as a community, I think we have to be immensely disturbed anytime there's a use of deadly force involving an unarmed citizen. So there has been there has been levels of activism and from what I'm hearing from you and I tend to agree the culture up until this point in our city really hasn't allowed for hasn't really allowed itself for a complete outcry of activism. But again, I, I um, I often wonder what has to happen, and I hate it. I hate for it to be the worst case scenario, but it's what has to happen for there to be change in the community. We saw what happened with white nationalists and those things in Charlottesville, and you're you know somebody lost their life there, and we're like, man, what has to happen for kind of cities to really kind of take control of certain situations? We've had a police-involved shooting here, and like. Like you're saying, the activism to a point doesn't seem to be one that is all-encompassing, right, of the community. And I just wonder, I mean, even if we look at the national landscape, they, they elected Donald Trump. And we're I'm wondering, like, what has to happen for our society to figure out changes need to be made on the local level all the way up to the national well, level? Well, I mean, I would hope what has to happen isn't another shooting. I mean, right. we've, what, what has to happen is um, various institutions, including law enforcement, have to be less resistant to citizen oversight. Um, you know, communities, not just Richmond, have been talking for decades about citizen review boards, et cetera, and it just, it just never seems to gain any sort of traction whatsoever. So we always have these situations where the police are policing the police, and that's never going to work. It's just simply never going to work. So uh, it's in their interest. I mean, if, 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 if there isn't more of a receptivity to that sort of, of oversight, community policing is just going to be a cheap cliche. Mm. 
It's not community policing if the community is not involved on various levels. It's police policing. You mentioned, you mentioned citizen review boards, and I want to switch gears, but this is actually very poignant because I want to switch gears to public education. And you were very public, God, it has to be over a year ago now, probably about two years ago. You were very public about your attempt to do a long-term project in Richmond Public Schools, which would have allowed you basically to embed in the school uh, and report very actively a long-term reporting uh, project that had you embedded in RPS. Clearly there's been a change in the administration at RPS. We're on to our, I don't know in how many years, how many superintendents. But I'm interested to see if that's an idea of yours or a project from yours, a long-term embed project with RPS that is still of interest to you. And do you think that this administration would be receptive to it? Um, I can't say how this administration would feel about it. Um, <laughs> I know, I know um, how I feel about it at this point. I mean, that, that, that whole experience left me extremely jaded. Um, we were, you know, all set to go in, and then it just came to a screeching halt at the lawyers and at memorandums of understanding and of, you know, what clearly seemed to be cases of cold feet. And I don't, you know, I don't... That's how it played out. It played out like somebody was afraid of something. Yeah. And they just made it change. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe we can try again, but, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm over it, to be honest. Mm. When it comes to Richmond Public Schools and public education, you've been very, you wrote a column that basically said that you think the school board should have control over construction projects, right, and construction funding. Um, that's, that's one suggestion. What are some other ideas that you think would work in ways that would uplift Richmond Public Schools? It's always, again, like we talked about the last subject, there's always a lot of rhetoric about ways to uplift Richmond Public Schools, but we don't see as much action as maybe we should be seeing. Wow, you opened up a, up a Pandora's box. We only yeah. have a few minutes left, so we yeah, got I mean, <laughs> we got to go fast. I've got all, I've got all sorts of crazy <laughs> schemes in my head. You know, I mean. Taxation authority. I mean, it, you know, we have school boards. And we, I mean, doesn't make any difference whether they're elected or appointed if they don't have any control over the purse, purse strings, really. So, I mean, that sort of autonomy might be a start in giving um, schools. I mean, mayors want control of their school district. And what, what's playing out now in Richmond is a mayor, like just about any other mayor, Dwight unsuccessful, even though his own son was on the school board. but. Mayors want control of the schools, and so we have this power struggle where everyone's trying to be in charge, but no one's really in charge. Um, we also have this ridiculous situation where, you know, and it, I keep beating it like a drum, um, the jurisdictional setup, independent cities, separate counties, unique to Virginia, just never works to anyone's benefit. It, it's, it's, it's inefficient, um, it, it, it creates this racial balkanization um, that we have where um, you know, back in the day when we tried to have desegregation, well, we'll just move across the county line. Um, you know, it, we, it creates this sort of economic um, uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, disparity that we see between the school districts and, 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 and the high poverty school district in Richmond. Uh, 
that needs to change. Um, we, we have governor schools. People are all about the neighborhood schools till it's time to go to the governor's school, and they're totally happy to drive across two or three counties to, to, to come into Richmond to go to school. So, okay, that's an elite school. Well, why can't we you know, create a number of magnet programs like that that cross city, county borders that give everyone an opportunity so that people in high poverty neighborhoods with, with, with low opportunity aren't mired in low opportunity schools. This is what we're gonna have to do. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Paul Williams. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is the Cheats Movement on WRIR. We'd like to thank our sponsors, 804 RVA. We gotta thank our featured guest, Michael Paul Williams, and our featured sponsor for that interview, Richmond Grid. Gigi Broadway, you're still here, how you feeling? Feeling good, I'm still here, I'm conscious. <laughs> hey, hey, who's our music pick? Time. Who's our music pick for tonight? Man, my guy. We got Noah O. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Noah O. We got the fresh makeup with the sounds. It's a good time, man. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for DJ Mentos. This brother is one of the best MCs in Richmond. He's Hands linked down. up with DJ Mentos for an album called The Rain that's available right now, and you can pick that up. They've got a new album coming out, Analog Suspects. Ladies and gentlemen, Noah O and DJ Mentos. Check, check. Check, check. Turn me up on this one. How's everybody feeling? All right, for this section, I need y'all to come a little bit closer. A little bit closer. Come on. We got to make this part feel like a hip-hop show. So again, I go by the name of, of Noah O. This is DJ Mentos. We put an album out at the tail end of 2016 called The Rain. And uh, I'm going to do a few tracks today off of our upcoming group project called Analog Suspects. So, hey, hey, y'all in the back, come take two steps closer. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Mentos, Noah OJ Slim. How's everybody feeling tonight? Y'all feeling good? Make some noise. I know y'all got that uh, Bell Out moonshine I'm in your system. Been real subdued. I don't want to be a Shout out to all That's the guest speakers, man. Yeah. Y'all can hear me good out there? I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. Look. I should like to help everyone if you want I'm improving my position Ever since a young admission Make it out of Richmond Crash out to pull me Wouldn't have it I was kicking To smoke the pain away I was sick I was sipping Wanted something bigger Than the options I was given Trying to make a way When it's hard to make a living Depression had me Popping these prescriptions Twisted I'm on a few Jealousy had me Beeping with people I hardly knew Some say I'm changing Not thinking I probably grew Money have you Cutting off leeches They call you cruel Grays broke through In my faith From all the pain Baby face disguised in his age, they call a sage. Used to be filled with rage from all the pain. 
close friends locked in the cage playing with Kane. Yeah. Some hope I fall from grace like it's a phase, Wait. but they blind to the fact I remain for all my days. Yeah. It's, it's a long, dark road to the top, fake love. A lot of people want to spot. If you ain't got the brains, then you gotta have heart. But if you got both, then the brain won't stop. Look, I ain't going nowhere. It's a long, dark road to the top, fake love. A lot of people want to spot. If you ain't got the brains, then you gotta have heart. But if you got both, then your brain won't stop. Like you feeling like Sun Tzu, a man true, or avalanche true. Never meeting broke brains, talking about my own shoe. Never would've imagined if you live my old too. Greed and the fake shit, almost took my whole crew. Yeah, you see me up, young and trust, I've been low too. Only way to ease my thoughts, painkillers and cold brew. Lost my mind like that, got my mind on track. Got my homies all working, free fire on the way. They was giving theirs away, charge 30 for the way. Catch a leisure, how they dub me, now they all calling back. I'ma never fall. I'ma never fall back Always shitting when I want it, I don't need a hall pass I show love to the city, said you never coming back You ain't on like that, you gon' have a hard crash I ain't peace, I ain't stopping till the game on smash Till my name on plaque, till my face turn to ash it's a long dark road to the top Fake love, a lot of people want the spot If you ain't got the brains, then you gotta have heart But if you got both, then your brain won't stop Look, I ain't going nowhere It's a long dark road to the top Fake love, a lot of people want the spot If you ain't got the brains, then you gotta have heart But if you got both, then your brain won't stop Listen, uh, broke heart, tried to cut me open Wanna hurt me, I can trust a soul on the corner I've been searching, bro, say they had me Really wanna stab me, took me out my circle Gladly. Sadly, the same one said that they love a nigga so badly It'll leave you stretched out like elastic My city's so cold when you breathe, you see ashes Smoking in the rain just to ease all the madness Say it's a long road, guess I'ma have to take it Time's slow, moving through Richmond, I'm in the matrix I hate this, wanna reach my goals, losing patience Rhyming out the basement, searching for a placement Feeling tears running down my face when I made this Mama called, told me my daddy won't about to make it Good times left, painted rain just replaced it Sometimes pain is a blessing, it's amazing Gotta watch my steps, I ain't tryna fall Oh, gold is a bitch off this alcohol Noah gave me an assist, I'm just tryna ball We getting hung over streets, need a Tylenol Look, no positivity, negative shit they giving me Tryna charge my battery, people just tryna injure me Just listen to these words like a symphony Warm your body like a shot of the Hennessy We getting murdered over color, what's the remedy? Why I'm staring in the eyes of my enemies I'm about to rise up, fuck the oppression, don't hide none Time up, no we the ruler, your time done No we the ruler, your time done All of this shit we been blinded uh, All I keep hearing is sirens Police calling, all I keep hearing is sirens Lord, please just save me uh, Lord, please just save me For my daughter, for my kids, for these babies uh, Spit the crack like the Hades and my soul going to Hades If I keep doing wrong, don't take me yeah. If I keep doing wrong, don't take me I love y'all, Noah, OJ, Slim, we out here, man Ladies and gentlemen, that was the Cheats Movement on WRIR Recorded in front of a live studio audience at 804 RVA We have to thank Richmond Times-Dispatch columnist Michael Paul Williams We have to thank Noah O, DJ Mentos, and Jay Slim we have to thank 804 RVA for hosting us. This was a wonderful, wonderful live event. Please, if you like the Cheats Movement on WRIR, make sure you follow us every other Tuesday at 11 a.m. right here on WRIR. If you really, really, really enjoy the show, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. 
You can email Cheats or Gigi Broadway at any time at thecheatsmovement at gmail.com. Until next time, Richmond, we see it.